There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people. So when they needed us, we could fight the battles that they never could. Thus, in a three strikes you're out world, Sports Voice After Dark now has two strikes against it. Fun isn't something one considers when balancing the universe, but this <laughs> does put a smile on my face. Or are we like, good if we try? Well, actually, actually, if we want to punt this bad, we, we punt it this bad. This is Sports Voice After Dark. Welcome on in, everybody, to another exciting edition of Sports Voice After Dark. I'm Zach Wingrove, joined by Frederick Bouget, Ethan Four. We have a very exciting episode. Uh, Avengers Infinity War is coming out this week, and in order to get ready, we've decided to just go all in, preview the movie in the most Sports Voice After Dark way possible. We are going to be doing a Avengers draft your ideal NBA starting five based on 20 heroes that are slated to appear in the new Infinity War movie. I see this going one of two ways, guys. I see this being incredible or just going up in flames, but it's true SPAD fashion. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be it's going to be super fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, there, you can go a bunch of different ways with these Marvel movies. Uh, and honestly, I think we're going to have a lot to say about them. There's been 18 made thus far. Infinity War is going to be the 19th. Like I said, a ton of heroes in this new one. Yeah, and we all know sports, so I'm excited to see uh, where we go with these picks. At the end, we're going to—I'm thinking—we're going to post like a graphic of all three of our teams because I'm, I'm going to be picking as well. So it's going to be the three of us. Five players are going to get left out. We'll, we'll talk. We'll go up through all of that. Then we're going to have the fans vote on it. Post a poll on Twitter. See whose team they like the best. So mm -hmm. uh, if you're listening, just stay engaged. Stay engaged on Twitter. We're going to be uh, posting the teams afterwards, and it's going to be a really exciting episode. But before we get into that, um, I figured we would just kind of run through. We crowdsourced um, with us, us the host, and as well as some other members of WNUR I, I reached out to, to just get our Marvel movie rankings 1 to 18. Not going to read all 18, but just say the top 10, maybe review some of them, because the, the plots from those movies, the characters in those, those movies are going to come up in the draft. So I'll just start at 10. If you guys want to chime in, if you're surprised by anything, think it should be higher, think it should be lower, mm. just, just speak up. Uh, Number 10, Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh, this one, uh, it got pretty low rankings all around. Frederick, you were really high on it. You had it number three. I'm just saying, when a lot of them come together, I find it more fascinating, you know? A lot of superheroes. The more superheroes, the better. So I think Infinity War, I, I, when, it, when the list is 1 through 19, I think it will reach either 1 or 2. Collaborations yeah. are interesting, but I think they really missed the mark on Age of Ultron, given how good the first Avengers movie was. Oh, okay. That's what I, Frederick had, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it, but Frederick, this was higher than Avengers for you, so you, you really liked this that much more than the other uh, Avengers movie, huh? I just, I just thought it was better. Okay. Know. Okay. All right. Yeah, so that, that slots in at 10. Number nine, Captain America, the first Avenger. I haven't seen this one. I haven't seen, the only Captain America I've seen is Civil War, but mm. I've heard good things about it. Didn't want to penalize it too much in the ranking, so I just put it kind of right right around there. Seems pretty consensus, nine. Uh, eight, Thor Ragnarok. I'm a big fan of this one. Uh, Frederick, not a fan of the Thor movies. We were talking about this no. before the podcast. I agree, like, the first two Thor movies, not very good. Thor Ragnarok, was they completely redid it. They blew it up, and it was legitimately funny, Ethan. What did you think? Um, I'll be honest. I have not seen it, but I only heard good things. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I saw the first two Thor movies, and it's why I did not see the third one, because mm -hmm. I was like, I'm not a, I was not a fan of the Thor uh, series, um, but I heard only good things about Thor Ragnarok. I, I plan on seeing it before I go see Infinity War. I'd highly recommend it. Frederick, what's your, what's your problem with Thor? Thor's born. He is so born. I'm like, ah, Vikings, they can stay in the past. I don't need them anymore. 
I, I agree. First two movies, Thor is really boring. He's really bland. Uh, Chris Hemsworth apparently was just really like mad about it the way his character was, so he completely changed it up. He was cracking jokes. Hulk's in the new one. Hulk's in the Thor Ragnarok. And I thought it was really funny, but I think I think eight's a pretty appropriate spot for that. Number seven, Captain America: Civil War. Great movie. Probably the one that I would say you'd have to see in order to see Infinity War, because it's where a lot of the characters yeah. leave off. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's like they do a really great job of like introducing some of the new characters that they have or or where they show characters meeting each other for the first time like Ant-Man meeting Captain America that was a funny scene mm-hmm. where he comes out of the van or where Spider-Man comes out Spider-Man comes out great. and takes uh, Cap's shield which is awesome mm-hmm. and the fact that Tony Stark just shows up in his uh, in his apartment in New York I, I think I think Captain America Civil War is is a great great movie yeah the scene at the airport hangar where they're having the fight I would say top to maybe the best Marvel scene we've had thus far, where everyone comes together. You see Spider-Man. Black Panther was introduced in this one, so yeah. some great characters that they really weaved in well. Um, very appropriate, I would say. Number six, Iron Man. It's the one that started it all. I'm a big fan of Iron Man. Uh, I like. I love Tony Stark's character. This. I'm, some of the other ones, two and three, weren't very good. This one, I think the one, the fact that this is what started the Marvel series, kicked it all off, and he just comes in immediately with this like charm and. He's, like, arrogant, but he's also hilarious, I thought. Um, and some of the action scenes are really good. I like it before he becomes Iron Man. Yeah. And then after that, I do, I'm just like, eh, I could <laughs> do without Tony Stark. I, I think it's really hard to start something like this. And clearly, like, Marvel had a plan, this entire plan for the, all these movies. But it's really hard to start. And I think they got off on a really good foot. And I think that's what makes this movie so great is that it just got the ball rolling for this whole universe that we now see 10 years later. I completely agree. Uh, number five, Spider-Man Homecoming. One of the more recent ones. Marvel's been on a tear recently, I think. I mean, Thor is in this. Thor Ragnarok's in this one. Black Panther we haven't got to yet. Spoiler alert, you might be hearing that one <laughs> up later up on this list. And uh, Spider-Man I thought really good, especially because there's been a lot of Spider-Man movies. Right? A lot. There's been a lot. Yeah. A lot of not good ones. Exactly. But, um, yeah, I think uh, Zendaya being in there as well is really what uh, put it up there for me. Yeah, Zendaya's huge. The Amazing Spider-Man with, uh, um, oh, shoot, I'm forgetting the actor's name. Oh, uh, Andrew, Gar- Andrew Garfield. Yes. Did not do it for me. Didn't, I didn't and see it. with Tom Holland, I thought he did a great job. I thought he, like, brought back the sort of, like, kind of, like, nerdy charm yeah, that the Spider-Man boyish, has. Yeah, he's, yeah. like, a guy in high school. Andrew right, Garfield exactly. was, like, what, 22, 23 when he filmed and, it? And, and Spider-Man is supposed to be, like, this nerdy dude. And, like, I thought Tobey Maguire did a really good job at, like, you know, captivating that nerdy kind of guy. And I mm-hmm. thought Tom Holland did a much better job than Andrew Garfield did. And I, it was just cool to see Spider-Man on the big screen again. Yeah, he was funny, and I'm really excited to see him back in action in Infinity War, so... Uh, yeah, that's number five. Number four, Captain America: Winter Soldier. I personally haven't seen this one. You, uh, Ethan, this was your number four. Frederick, this was your number two. Ethan, what is it about this movie that that why why should I see this movie before Infinity War? You know, I did not see this movie until maybe a year or a year and a half after it came out, and my little brother was telling me that I should watch it, that it was really good, and it is the best Captain America movie. Not because like because it it stays within Captain America. Like, Captain America Civil War is technically a Captain America movie, but it feels Very more like... technical. But, yeah, exactly. It's just in the name, mm-hmm. rather than... It feels more like an Avengers movie because it's there's so many characters involved and uh, so many heroes. Whereas Captain America Winter Soldier, we see Bucky again um, after, you know, not seeing him for basically all of uh, the first Avenger. Um, and he's just this awesome character and and really complex and he's and it's it's one of the more complex villains that uh that marvel has ever created and i and we'll get into more complex villains in a second um but i think it's just the story was really cool of how they changed bucky from to turn like turn him into cap's best friend to this evil guy and then back it's awesome yeah it's bucky gotta watch for bucky yeah all right He's, he's fantastic. I, I'll have to watch it. That's the one that I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of the Captain Americas, and I think that's one that everyone tells me. Don't so You can skip one, watch number two. So I, I would agree. Four seems appropriate. I'm looking forward to watching it. Number three, Guardians of the Galaxy. 
really funny movie. I would say just this was probably the most surprising for me. I was I didn't have high expectations for this one, um, but really, I mean, shattered my expectations. Ethan, you you had it number one. I had it number one, and again, this is this is another one my little brother told me to go see. I actually saw it in theaters, so mm-hmm. but he he had seen it before I did, and he's like, it's fantastic. Go see it. I went and saw it, and instantly it became my favorite Marvel movie. It was funny. It had good characters. I'm a big Chris Pratt fan, so I'm a little biased. Um, but it also had an awesome soundtrack. Like, Black Panther has a great soundtrack, but I wish they had included it in the movie more. Like, uh, I think Pray mm. for Me was in the was in like the casino club scene, mm-hmm. but they didn't include any of the other songs that I really loved so much. Oh, I take that back. Um, I think uh, one of the songs was included in I think maybe a car chase. Okay. But I love how Guardians of the Galaxy included and included all these old songs that I knew because like my parents had played them in the car when mm-hmm. I was a kid and I recognized mm-hmm. them I was like oh my god this is awesome how they brought this kid from like the 70s or 80s and all he had was his Walkman he gets he's now in space and he, all he is is listening to these old songs yeah. I thought it was awesome I mean it brought back hooked on a feeling yeah I had heard it like once or twice now all of a sudden like everyone my age is playing it because it was in the Guardians movies there's a lot of other good ones really good ones in that three seems pretty uh like could even be higher i i agree I, one of my favorite marvel movies that was your number one frederick your number one slots in as the second black panther great uh, movie most yeah. recent one that for marvel and yeah they just really nailed it with this one killmonger fantastic um just great to see so many black people on screen and um just a very solid movie Letitia wright just steals the show and I think that overall, like Black Panther, got to see it at least two more times. Yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, the way they just integrate the whole like universe of Wakanda, and it, I mean, it looks like that's going to play a huge role in Infinity War. Excited to see all those characters kind of cross paths now with some of the Marvel uh, heroes. And I mean, there's a lot up in the air about who's going to die in Infinity War. I feel like you can't kill Black Panther because he's he's the new face of Marvel of like the next generation of Marvel. Like, they killed it with this movie, and I think that they're like you're going to see it only get better in the future. Yeah, they did such a good job. I really flip-flopped back and forth between Guardians of the Galaxy and Black Panther, like, trying to pick a number one. Um, I don't think you could go wrong either way. Black Panther is so good. It had my favorite Marvel villain of all time. Killmonger is amazing. I mean, Michael B. Jordan does such a good mm-hmm. job in this role because very, like... Marvel movies and most superhero movies, like it's so easy to hate the villain. They don't. They, it's like, it's, I mean, obviously, literally written into the script. Yeah. But like, it's just they, they like just shove it in your face that you should hate this guy. And I felt myself at times wanting to root for Killmonger. Like he, mm-hmm. like some of the things he was fighting for, like made sense. Point, like yeah. he had a point. And and a lot. And some of the other villains just want to like blow up the world mm-hmm. or whatever. Like you know, like start over like he had like he had like a specific purpose and and every like action that he made was really driven towards this ultimate goal that he had um and i thought i thought he was just the best marvel villain that they've ever created i agree i mean he probably my favorite and it's something where marvel has a problem sometimes creating a villain who isn't just the epitome of evil like that's my concern with thanos yeah he's obviously really intimidating but you want to have someone where you can kind of, like, that is multi-dimensional. That isn't just, oh, this guy is just brute evil and he's going to destroy everything. Like, you want someone that you can relate to, I feel like. And, I mean, sometimes that makes the villain better. Um, and I guess that kind of ties in. Killmonger is probably my favorite villain we've ever had in a Marvel movie, but my second favorite is probably Loki. Loki's, I, and, that, and Avengers is one. That, that's, that's what uh, topped out the rankings. And Loki's obviously the villain in that. He's someone where... You never know. Like he flip flops between the movies. Is Loki good? Is he on Thor's side now? Is he? Is he not? This was the one that Iron Man started it all. Avengers really just tied it all in together. And for me, there was never really a boring part of this movie. That's true. Yeah, the Avengers was. It was a great movie. It was great to see all these characters that we had started to see, um, all on one screen together. It was. It was just. It was a really cool, huge like superhero like event like I remember it was like one of the first um, movies that I was like really excited to go see in theaters I mean like I was too young to go see like episode 3 of Star Wars where even though the prequels did not 
do as well as the original trilogy. Um, Avengers and like uh, Harry Potter uh, book seven mm-hmm. in the movies uh, in the theaters like those were the, like, the first yeah. two like movies where I was like oh my god I gotta go see this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like I'm, so the Avengers I thought it, they did a great job like as a start like bringing everyone together yeah a lot of fu- uh, like good action scenes some funny parts that they wrote into the dialogue which is which I thought was good as part of the Marvel formula where they make it not so intense. That's part of the problem with some of the DC movies, I think. It's right. just so dark, and Marvel is able to, you know, it still has a great action scenes, good villains, but also you have these funny characters, and when you interact them with each other, it makes for a really good movie, I thought. So those were our top ten. Just to give you some kind of, uh, and just to set the bar on where we stand on a lot of these movies, but this isn't a movie podcast. This is a sports podcast. We're going to try our best to tie this into sports, Um, So let's get into the Infinity War NBA draft. How this will work is we're going to decide, we're going to pick our starting five out of a pool of 20. Um, I'm not going to read off all 20, but we have the list. You'll be hearing from it. We'll leave off which ones got left off at the end. Um, In order to decide who goes first, I will say you guys can do rock, paper, scissors to decide who gets the first pick. On shoot? On shoot, sure. Okay. Frederick with scissors, Ethan with Big paper. Time. I guess you can choose where where you want to pick. It's a snake draft, so if you don't want number one, or if you just want one, just take it. And then mm. give me two. You want two? All right, Ethan, do you want one? I'll take one. You want one? All right. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of pressure with the first pick, but that's true. I can get the guy I want, and I think I think I know who I want. So. Okay. And I'll take three, four. Then um, obviously picking first in the second round. Some. All right. Want to make some stipulations before this because there's obviously going to be some questions. Some hypothetical rules that I want to I want to clarify before the draft. This is good to have. If your character has an accessory, for example, Thor's hammer, Captain America's shield, hypothetical in this NBA matchup between our teams, they would not be allowed to bring that with them on the court. <sighs> okay. So hammer, shield, no. But if it's a suit they wear, if it's a power they have, you are that can be incorporated into their game, okay. into the game plan. So okay. Iron Man suit, um, any powers that you have that aren't like a shield or a hammer you're allowed to have with you. Okay. Um, okay. You're not allowed, obviously with some of these characters, um, Doctor Strange is the one I had in mind, you're not allowed to reverse time. That's just too... That's important. It's just that, dumb. That is important. You can't, you can't just tr- like win the entire game by saying, oh, if he doesn't make it, we're just going to go back in time and fix that. So that that's one thing that's specifically with Doctor Strange. You can't do that. As far as you know, some of the characters like Hulk, you, you, don't, you assume that the ball is never going to break, the hoop is never going to break... The court is never going to like collapse. If you've seen the movie Space Jam, we're gonna it's going right. to be played like that. Just, the laws of physics don't apply in this in this hypothetical NBA game between superheroes. So if you have any of those questions, you can take it up with me. If you have any of those questions, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast because <laughs> it's uh, yeah we're gonna we're gonna just deep dive into this. So Ethan, you have the first pick. You're on the clock. Who who is the number one pick? So like I said, a lot of pressure with the first pick, and I'm not, I'm not sure how you guys are going to feel about this. I think um, I think some might say it's an obvious pick or an easy pick, but the first pick should be easy, right? I'm going to go with Captain America. And I know I, I, I expected a, a little bit of pushback, but I say he's a bona fide leader. I think he's as tough as, he, as they come, okay. and he plays with a chip on his shoulder. You know, given his background, that scrawny, uh, being scrawny his entire mm-hmm. life, and then finally given him a chance to perform, you know, with the, with the injection and the procedure where he becomes this just jacked individual, um, he he plays with the chip on his shoulder, and I and he, and you know he fights with the chip on his shoulder in the movies, and I love that about him, and he he never gives up. He's got unbelievable determination, and I can't imagine a guy I would want to uh, more to lead my team. I don't know. I mean. Captain America, he's cool, but um, what position is he gonna play? I I can't figure that out. I feel like he can play multiple positions, he's right? Kind of a tweener though, yeah. and I also feel like that chip that you're talking about starting to erode a little bit. I'm seeing him, <laughs> you know, his willpower starting to decrease. Yeah, he basically got kicked out of the group in the last movie. So you, is he gonna be a cancer to the team, or is he gonna be able to put that aside? You never know. Well, if you put the right guys around him or girls around him, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I think I think he can I think he can mesh well and I, I I gotta say like you mentioned the tweener thing tweeners are kind of in in the NBA right now you gotta That's be true. able to, you can play multiple positions mm-hmm. stretch fours he has the toughness he can guard bigger positions exactly 
He reminds me of, uh, if we're making an NBA comparison, which I strongly encourage if yes, you have absolutely. one, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward literally started as the scrawny kid at Butler. That's, that's a good point. That's yeah, he's now just absolutely jacked on the Celtics. And I don't know, maybe, I mean, I guess Gordon Hayward would be a fine number one pick if, if out of these pool of players, but that's, that's what he reminded me of. Well, I mean, that's good then. That's, Gordon Hayward's a good comparison. I'm actually like, I mean, I'm a Lakers fan, but I... I really would like to see the Utah Jazz succeed, especially given what happened with Gordon Hayward. Mm -hmm. It's a disappointment to know that he's going to leave me for one of your teams, though, eventually down the road. Well, um, with the with the number two pick, Gordon Hayward's nice, but I think that you have to find the LeBron James in this draft. I think clearly that is Black Panther. I mean, from birth, he's been designated as somebody who's going to be king. King James, <laughs> am I right? He's got the quickness. He's got the speed. You talk about that leadership, definitely see a lot of leadership attributes. And I also feel like with that suit, that suit all of a sudden, now you got some extra factors coming into play. He's got some extra quickness, you know, with the claws. Maybe able to sneak in, you know, some dirty fouls. They're not going to be able to see the claws. So I think that uh, Black Panther, definitely a great pick, a great tone setter. And I think that we're going to have the best coach because, you know, Shuri is going to turn to be the head coach. And, 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 I think we're going to have the best uniforms, that vibranium going to come in clutch, and we have to think about some of the apparel that we're going to wear. Yeah, I mean, Black Panther seems... I, I thought that's, this was going to be your pick, Ethan. Captain America was a great pick, too, but, I mean, Black Panther, just based on, one, all the momentum the movie had, the fact that he was just good at everything in that movie, you, like you said, Frederick, the quickness, agility, the strength is all there. And it's a guards league. It's a guards league. He can definitely he can be the ball handler like LeBron. I would say LeBron's a good comparison for that. Um, I see no no problems with that pick. Great number two pick. Definitely what? a guards league. Sorry to interrupt. No, definitely no, a guards league. But are, do you worry about his decision making at all? I mean, he did struggle to to when when crunch time happened when Killmonger showed up. He did struggle to to make a choice, and I think he might have made the wrong choice accepting the challenge. I think we're going to have some very strong-minded people on my team, mm -hmm. so he's not going to have to make the decision. We're going to have some Kyries to our LeBrons. Okay, <laughs> okay. Another thing I should mention, it's, the, it's a Heroes draft, so people like Killmonger, people like Thanos aren't in this draft. So you won't have to worry about Killmonger one-on-one, -on -one, but there are definitely other guys that I'd love to see Black Panther go up against Mano Imano. Uh, so now we're the number three pick. I'm excited that, that no one took him. This is my sleeper that I'm going to take three because I think he's going to run this game taking Hawkeye. Oh, no, my God. That was my sleeper. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I wanted... I, this is the guy I wanted. This is... He's just a dead eye from three. This man is going to shoot... I mean, I'd like to say 100%, but even if he shoots 80% from three, just a game changer. Space in the floor. Uh, a little worried about the defense. We're going to have to make up for that for some of my, with some of my other oh, picks. Yeah, you're going to have to hide him. We're going to have to hide him on defense. But on offense... The man is, I mean, we're talking about NBA comps. This is Steph Curry, but better because he can shoot from anywhere on the floor. That I'm, is fair. I'm, I'm disappointed. I, I had him, like, I created a big board for this. Yeah. And I had him at six. I was hoping you guys would sleep on him so I could get my dead eye <laughs> sharpshooter specifically for today's NBA. Mm -hmm. And wow, you took him in the first round. I'm stunned. But I feel like you can have players who will guard him 94 feet. So if the ball never comes in his hands, he's a liability. It's true. We're going to have to scheme around it. There's a lot of pressure certainly reaching on uh, Hawkeye with the number one pick. I'm going to have to make some, some picks where I can get him open, some you know, people that can set some screens, and definitely people on defense because he's a liability on defense. But I'll just tie that right into my, my number four pick. I'm going Groot. We, uh, I mean, we're talking we, want, we need people on defense to help out when, when they blow by. Uh, Hawkeye, that's Groot. Groot can extend, and he's just, I mean, he can extend and play help defense while also staying on the person that's defending him. On offense, you know, he can get, he can go up and get rebounds. He can just basically morph into whatever kind of player we need him to be. And if we need that stretch five, if we need that Anthony Davis, Giannis Antetokounmpo type, I like Groot. I like Groot to be that person that complements Hawkeye, makes up for it on the defensive end. Mm -hmm. Taking I think that's Groot. a very, very solid selection. A lot of length, a lot of length. Not not gonna foul out either, you know. Yeah, not a problem. He's smart. I mean, right. we're going. We're not going baby Groot. That's too like immature. I mean, you just get full size Groot in his prime. It's a very solid pick. Definitely a rim protector, and that's and that's big in today's NBA. I mean, like you look at someone like 
you've got now, like, you kind of start to build, like, a rocket's mold. You know, guys mm-hmm. who can shoot threes, and then Clint Capella, he's a great rim protector. I think he was, like, number one or two in block shots this year in the NBA. So, but I, I, like, I like the start. But have Capella mobility? That's true. That's the big question. That's the big question is his mobility. I'm not sure how agile he is. You're is right, he like Capel. Hassan Whiteside? Perhaps. And you're like, unless Joel Embiid is in the game, he can't play you. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's where those That's the only question. Um, there's certainly other big men, and I thought of the, of the big men, of the potential centers I could get, Groot was the best just because of that versatility. Mm-hmm. He can be whatever I need him to be. That's true. So, uh, Frederick, you're on the clock. Who's All your right, second pick? Now with five. I'm, I'm, this this is a little unconventional here, but you're gonna have to hear me out. We're going War Machine. Wow. Ooh, now you look at it like this. He's got all the fixings of an Iron Man, without all the problems and the divaness. I like that. So, I'm able to have a team player, is gonna be willing to do whatever it takes to win, but I'm not gonna have to deal with him wanting to always take every shot. That's so good. I think that War Machine, great three and D player. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. I, I love that pick. Love I love pick. it. I, that was my biggest concern with Iron Man. You know, he's going to want to have the ball in his hands at the end of the game. War Machines will be more than willing to give it up to Black Panther, be that secondary player that's still able to contribute. I think you nailed it. Frederick, I'm going to read word for word what I wrote about War Machine. I'm picking him over Iron Man because he brings all the tools Iron Man brings without the arrogance. I mean, that's literally what you said. I love this pick. I, he was going to be using me my pick had you not picked him. That's... <laughs> That was brilliant. That was brilliant. Wow. Is it on to me? It's on to you. With the sixth you get, pick? You get two, but yeah, so with the sixth pick. Okay. Um, I'm a little surprised that uh, the that this player has not been taken yet. Um, I'm, I think it. this might be a boomer bust pick, but given the, uh, given the slight backlash I got for my number one overall pick, I think it's time for a boomer bust. And it's going to have to be Hulk. Wow. I mean... I mean, th- that, just like Groot, a rim protector, big man, he's going to be tough as nails. The only thing I worry about him, and this is why I didn't, I, I, I didn't expect him to go in the first round, is, are, you know, is the anger. You know, anger. Could, could get technicals, could get ejected, you never know. Hard to, might be hard to control that, so I would say that's like the only reason why he probably wouldn't get defensive player of the year every single year. Yeah, I'm, en- I'm envisioning a lot of flagrant fouls. That's what yeah. That's that's the only problem. Like, it, like you know the scene in the Avengers where he's like just slamming Loki. So, like <laughs> if, if someone if like someone steps on his foot, is he gonna do that? Like, yeah. I don't know. If someone like you know gives him a little shove when he's trying to go up for a layup, is he gonna is he gonna just throw that guy into the second deck? I don't know. But I'm gonna take the 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 boom. I'm hoping for the boom rather than the bust. Ethan, I'll share what. Uh, Matt McHugh, our WNR sports director, told Frederick and I in the elevator up here, he screamed out as we were leaving, as he was getting off on one of the floors, Hulk is a bust. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't know about that. Matt was really low on Hulk when we were discussing this. I would say you got to do it for the potential. Exactly. I think the anger issues are definitely a concern, though. And you, mm-hmm. you're going to need some... I don't, I'm assuming you're the coach. We're the coaches in this scenario. So I think you're going to have to really... You, Captain America, your number one pick, are really going to have to uh, you know, just... Keep keep him on a tight leash. You don't want him to get to get too uh, out of control, but he definitely can be a force down low. The other reason I picked him is that uh, noticeably lacking another solid big man yeah. on this list, mm-hmm. yeah. and I just wanted to lock that down. Groot was a great pick. Again, he's versatile. You know, definitely a rim projector. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I do I would say that Hulk's going to be a little bit more mo- mobile than Groot. So I actually had uh, Hulk a little bit higher than Groot on my big board. Um, but I needed the, I needed that big man, and and Hulk was there, so I I had to take him. All right, um, you got on, another pick. I yeah, on to my next pick. Um, arguably my favorite superhero. So again, I'm a little biased, but I got to go with Spider Man. Um, I think he can run my point. Wow. I know. Wow. I, I I think he can run my point, and I think okay. he's gonna be just so stingy on defense. I think he's just gonna. I mean, I'm assuming. He's allowed to use. Yeah, he's allowed to use the webs. Okay, cool. Then, if <laughs> then he's just gonna take that ball right from his uh, from his opponent. I think he's gonna be he's gonna lead the league in steals. Yeah, I'm worried he has 20 steals a game just because you literally can never see him coming, and all of a sudden he's shooting a web in there, taking it. And yeah, great. I think he's uh, he's the point guard that um, 
you know, he's able to back it up on the defensive end. I don't know. What what do we think Spider-Man's skill sets are on offense, though? Can he get to the rim? Is he a shooter? None. But <laughs> I think that he locks up Hawkeye for sure. Mm. I, don't, I don't know who you put him on on my team, though. My team's looking pretty icy. So, <laughs> But I think Ho- Spider-Man's a great pick. Definitely... Hopefully he's a floor general. That that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping he uses his spidey sense to understand where his play, where his teammates are on the floor, who's going to cut to the basket. Maybe he knows that before it's going to happen. Just that unspoken communication. That's what I'm hoping for. And and one thing I'd like to add, I can't remember if this was in uh, Captain America: Civil War or if it was in his own movie, Spider-Man: Homecoming. But he said something to Tony Stark, something along the lines of like, you know. I couldn't play football before, and I shouldn't now, because it would just be unfair if he played football then. And if you look at Tom Holland, I'm assuming we're using current yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Tom Holland's pretty jacked. I, 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 like, I, I like his fitness. You'd rather I like have his, him than Tobey Maguire. Exactly, That's exactly. Sure. I like his athletic ability. Mm-hmm. I like his upside. I'm, gonna, I, I'm, I'm going a total upside kind of draft right now. Mm. So I think that with, with my next pick, that, that threw a little wrench in my plans, but I think... I'm also going boom and bust here. I think I got to go Bucky. I think that of the bigs available, I think that you could potentially slap Bucky with his with his strength. He has, he has a lot of Captain America-esque attributes without the leadership skills. But I think that we've also covered some of those leadership skills. And I don't want to give any spoilers away, but all I'm going to say is Black Panther, Bucky on the same team. I'm That's true. Not giving anything away, but you know, I think that that Bucky's going to be comfortable in that environment. How up to date are we being about our our uh, picks right now? Like right up in Infinity War up to date. I don't, I don't want to reveal any spoilers right now. No, you can go ahead. Okay. Currently, and I, I would pick Bucky, but currently he is missing an arm. Yeah, that's that, that is true. And that, that is just the one draw. Like honestly, like that Bucky is, is a great pick, except for the fact that he's missing an arm. And that's just the one thing that led me away from Bucky. Yeah. I'm gonna not going to lie, Frederick. I liked your first two picks. Bucky was really low on my list because of the fact that he's literally missing an arm. But but I'm, I'm thinking in terms of if I have Black Panther, mm-hmm. that means that I have access to ample vibranium. <laughs> that's and true. And I think that with said vibranium, I think Bucky's clever enough to figure out how to use whatever prosthetic arm he will get in the future. So slight injury concern. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> it's a risky pick, but it's like, hey, I mean, hey, it's like the Sixers taking Embiid. You know, you knew you knew he wasn't gonna play. You knew he wasn't gonna be 100 percent right away, but it's an upside pick. And uh, I, yeah, I think that uh, it's a risky pick, but he fits well with some of the other guys on your team. So I've I have two picks now. Right now I have Hawkeye Groot. I think I've got to go with my third person. I think I've got to take Thor, mm. just because you know we need. Like I said, we need help on defense. Groot's going to help out. Thor is literally a god. He can, even without the hammer, he's got the strength. He's got the quickness. I think he can get to the rim easily. I think he can lock down. I mean, you look at the your guys' first two picks, Captain America and Black Panther. This is who I have guarding both of those guys. I'll put the, the god Thor on both of those people. I think that he doesn't have to be my primary scorer. He can help set some screens for uh, Hawkeye, some off-ball screens, get him open. But... Uh, I think this is the person I need to counteract your guys' first two picks. Mm. It's a good pick. Thor uh, Thor is, like, very, I mean, like like you said, he's a god. He's extremely powerful for his size. I mean, he shows up, like, in, you yeah. know, a, a human's body, right? We'll, mm-hmm. we'll not get into technicalities. But he's <laughs> he's extremely strong, and I think that'll, that'll he'll be a bruiser on either side. He reminds me a lot of uh, Blake Griffin, if I had to, if I had to mm. compare him to someone. Yeah. Blake Griffin obviously can't shoot, but we have Hawkeye for the shooting. Exactly. So I'll take that all day. I think he'll, uh, yeah, that's that's the person I need, I think, in order to shut down your guys' both, your guys' superstars, even though he doesn't have to be my primary scorer. This next pick, though, uh, I'm going to have to get a little creative with, and I think, you know, I was talking about off-ball screens. How am I going to get Hawkeye open? I'm going to go Ant-Man. Wow. Good pick. Here's the logic behind it. Ant-Man can shrink down to really small sizes. He can also get really big. So he's versatility. That's what we're all about. We have Groot who can kind of morph into different things. But he can sneak up on people. He can get really small but still have the strength of a normal person. He can set screens on whoever's guarding Hawkeye mm. without them knowing that Ant-Man's even there setting a screen on him. Mm. He's not going to be quite the def- like quite good at, as good at getting steals as maybe a Spider-Man, but he can still sneak up on people. You never know where he is, but he has the strength where he can 
you know, still make an impact despite the fact that he's miniature. Right. Yeah. That's, so, that's it's a good, it's a good pick. Yeah. Can also get bigger. You know, if you uh, if you're able to bring in other technology. But I think now this this is a pick. I'm thinking very logically NBA three and D. Another another you know, just you know, plug play and plug you know, never gonna wow you but Fal- Falcon, mm-hmm. Falcon, you know he's got the wings he can fly around the basketball court, I think that he's definitely gonna be a person he's gonna be able to make forty forty two percent of his jump shots, I think you're looking at a better version a a, a better defensive version of ISO Joe. And a better offensive version of ISO Joe. <laughs> so I think that with Falcon, I have a great pick. Very, very much a sleeper. Mm-hmm. And I don't, ha- I don't have a lot of, like, attitude on my team so far, you know. I think it's people that are making clear, concise decisions. And if I remember right, Civil War, it was Falcon and Bucky were, like, kind of, they were a team. They were getting chased by Spider-Man in the aer- airport hangar scene. So they have that chemistry, at right? least, that they can build off of. Um, and, yeah, like you mentioned... Black Panther is getting along with everybody. I don't. Th- I don't see that being a problem. So it's good that the chemistry is working on your team. Frederick, I'll admit I, I wanted the second pick, but you're you're building a great team. Falcon was going to be my next pick. <laughs> I can guarantee you that right now. Like, um, I I I uh, compared it to if Cap is Michael Jordan, then Falcon is Scottie Pippen. Right. They are, they are best friends yeah. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I needed my Scotty Pippen, and you just took him from yeah. me. And and that that is a bummer. That's bumming me out right now. Uh, all right, so it's your pick. You got two now, Ethan. Uh, it's gonna be your. This is gonna round out your team. This is gonna round out my team. Yeah, and so I've and got five. some. I've got some. Uh, I've got some choices to make. I'm really bummed about Falcon. That was going to be my pick. So I'm I'm scrambling a little bit here. But um, with my next pick, I'm gonna take Vision. Mm. I think. I think he, he can fly, so he offers what Falcon can, what War Machine can. So two, two of the players that uh, Frederick took, if I'm uh, remembering correctly. And um, I said he's also a better version of Iron Man. Um, and since he's basically a computer now into a, 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 a body, uh, he should know exactly what to do on every play. He should be able to generate. Oh. He should mm-hmm. be able to generate the perfect jump shot to mm-hmm. increase uh, his field goal p- Field goal percentage. Um, I think I think it's a it's a it's a trendy pick. I, I like it a lot. I like. I'm glad that vision slipped this wow. far. Yeah, obviously the like being the whole being a robot thing argument was something I thought about. The fact that is he just going to dominate everybody? I don't know. I see him as like a 45 percent shooter from the field. I see him, you know, just doing everything right, not really making a ton of mistakes, yeah. but not being the overwhelming talent of like a a Black Panther. A Groot, in my opinion, someone who can just do- change the game. He's someone that'll do his to do his task and fit in well with the rest of your team. I think, though. Yeah, um, and then the next pick, I'm uh, I'm currently de- f- deciding between two, and I need I need someone, I need I need some sort of the calming influence mm-hmm. on my team, and uh, I think I'm gonna go with Scarlet Witch as my as my final pick. Wow. Wow. I think I think she she's gonna work well with Vision. I already know that, and and I think this is a real sleeper pick. I I feel given her powers, I feel like she can do anything on the court. I mean, she she should be able to uh, to really mess with people, given what she can do, given her skill set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good pick. I think that the fact that her and Vision get along, like you mentioned, you have some other superstars that can really. You know, be the be the go-to guy, but Scarlet Witch fits in nicely uh, with that pick. I had her lower. I just didn't really know what she was gonna bring to the table. I, mm. I think that she she's someone that like she yeah, she has those she has cool powers. She can like make things move like via telekinetic powers. I don't know what that's doing in an NBA game. Well, I mean, it's certainly making uh, certainly making possibly the the opposing team. Making those players, you know, do what you want to do or not do what they want to do, you know, perhaps, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. again, thinking about defense can just easily take the ball away. I, I, th- I think it's a good pick, and I, I like the, I like the chemistry with Vision. Yep. Along along the similar lines, with this pick, I'm looking for somebody that's really gonna mess with people, um, but I think that chemistry wise, they're gonna be able to fit in very well because I have a lot of people, you know, very <laughs> go with the flow. So I'm picking Black Widow. I think that. 
matchups wise, I, I have found the spot where Black Widow can comfortably guard Hawkeye. I think that she'll be able to get in Hawkeye's head, make sure that Hawkeye doesn't get the ball. And I think that with her agility, if Ant-Man is setting said screens, and I think that if you have a guy like Black Panther able to call out those screens, I don't think Hawkeye's touching the ball. I think that you can also put Black Widow on Spider-Man, feel comfortable. And, you know, Spider-Man's a teenager. I'm just saying, you know, he might get distracted <laughs> by Black Widow and her ability to really manipulate people. So I think that Black Widow could really get in Spider-Man's head. And I feel like the key for Black Widow is being able to control Hulk. I think that with ha having Black Widow on my team really neutralizes Hulk. Yeah. I think that Hulk now becomes much more of a liability. And I think that my team now has the strong personality that, that we've been looking for. That's a good pick, Frederick. That's who I had. I, that was who I was going to take. Black Widow was number seven on my big board that I made for a lot of the reasons that, that you mentioned. I th think she neutralizes Hulk. She's got that athleticism that she can really do it all. She can be a secondary uh, point guard if I need it. But um, And she, she's just quick, can play defense. Great pick. So I'm going to try to follow, get someone similar to Black Widow, someone who might actually be better, the more I think about it, is Gamora. Mm. Gamora is, it means everything we mentioned with Black Widow, the fact that she she's quick, she is tough, you know, she can guard multiple positions, she is agile, but she also, I think, could be a good point guard in crunch time. She's not going to get phased because she's from outer space and a daughter of Thanos. I like that I'm getting the cosmic powers where we have Thor and Gamora who have this kind of out-of-this-world ability. Reminds me of bringing in, like, a really good, like, a Doncic in uh, this upcoming draft or a Giannis, someone not from... Uh, you know, not from here that can bring their own style of the game. Um, and I think Gamora is not going to get phased. I think crunch time, you know, when, when stuff's not going my team's way, maybe if Hawkeye for some, somehow misses a shot, give the ball to Gamora, have her drive to the rim, draw contact, or have her knock down a corner three. I think that she's someone who is going to be able to just do it all with my team and be that kind of fifth uh, glue, glue person that I need for this team in order to bring it all together. Yeah, it's a good pick. I mean, uh, both of your picks, I, I like them a lot. I was trying to decide between Scarlet Witch and, and Black Widow, and I the only thing I, I feared with Black Widow is that I already have a similar player in Spider-Man. You said you'd, yeah. you said you'd guard uh, Spider-Man with Black Widow, and I and I fear that their I feared that their their play styles were too similar, and that that, that they just point. it just wouldn't work well on my team. Yes, obviously there's that connection with the Hulk, and I, I thought long and hard about that, but. Um, I, I like Gamora a lot. That is, uh, it's it's definitely not um, a, I, I would say like a popular pick. Obviously, being the last pick in our mm -hmm. draft, um, or second to last or last. I have Hawkeye, Groot, Thor, Ant-Man. That was fifth. Yeah, that was, that was it. it. Yeah. So be, given the last, given that being the last pick in our draft, I think I think she should she should work well on your team. Yeah. So I guess let's go through now. Um, we'll read our teams at the end, but let's let's talk about the five people who got left out and just why we didn't pick them. Uh, some surprises, some not so much. The first one, Iron Man. Um, I guess like you would think Iron Man when you hear Avengers draft, but we kind of laid out why he's he's a head case. Yep. Yeah. Just it just seems like a kind of like a cancer to the team. Just like extremely arrogant. Um, I probably probably a ball hog if I had to guess. Um, can be a leader at times and can think perhaps more rationally. Um, you saw that a little bit in Civil War, but just the unpredictability just worried me a little bit. And I think you could get some of the same skill set in in different heroes that didn't have that arrogance problem. I agree. Uh, number the second person left off. I kind of dropped the bomb before the the draft that we're neutralizing his powers, but Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. Not really useful once once you take powers out. Just doesn't have the athleticism. Like, I don't see this guy being able to run the floor with a Captain America, with a Black Panther, with a Thor. Like, what is? how is uh, Doctor Strange, how is Benedict Cumberbatch going to be able to compete with some of this young athleticism that we're bringing into this game? Yeah, I just, uh, the powers thing for Doctor Strange, you mentioned the athleticism, I'm not sure... If the, even the drive is necessarily there, you know he's he's a bit older than some of the other uh, heroes. He just it, he wasn't he wasn't anywhere close to being picked for me. It was so never even considered. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, the third person, Star Lord, love Chris Pratt. Don't love Chris Pratt on a basketball court. No, I think I think I'd pick Star Lord uh, at, on a on a Avengers baseball team. 
Right. You know, yeah. I, I know he can play first base given <laughs> his, uh, his, his showing in Moneyball, but on a basketball team, hmm. Hard pass. Yeah. yeah. Just, this is not going to happen. He'd be a good, like, fun person to have on the bench. If I needed a six-man, someone to run my bench mob, Star-Lord's probably the first pick. Definitely. I mean, like, if you're looking for bench celebrations, <laughs> Star-Lord is your guy. Yeah. He'll bring all this all kind of crazy dancing, crazy music, but he can't have his gun out there to shoot people. Uh, he just doesn't bring anything to this game. Love Star-Lord as a character, though. Um, also, in similar, uh, the next person left off, Rocket. I'm not going to lie, I considered taking Rocket because I had Groot. Thought they'd be like a Malone Stockton, like they just ah. get each other. They get each other. Yes. Rocket, someone who could just drive anybody crazy. I think he's uh, could be like a Lance Stevenson, Rajon Rondo type that just drives people crazy. Um, I don't know. In a game of superheroes, like I'm not looking for the Lance Stevenson. No. And and just given his size, like I I, I fear that being an issue, given all of the heroes that we picked. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, Ant Man can go from you know. A regular sized human to incredibly small to incredibly big, mm-hmm. and he and always has that strength. Exactly. Whereas <laughs> Rocket is just gonna be just yapping in your ear the yeah. entire game, yeah. which could be beneficial. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's. I mean, I considered him, but I, I uh, in the end, like as for my last pick, but Gamora just completely. I thought had more of like, the characteristics I was looking for. Last pick, Drax. He's like a poor man's Hulk. I would say, yeah. like not as big. Not as uh, not as big, not as strong, not as fast. I don't think Hulk like has, seems to be pretty fast. He can jump really high in those movies. Drax is like if you have Hulk, you don't really need a Drax. Right. Yeah. So that that's uh, that concludes the the draft. We'll post our teams on Twitter and have everyone vote on who we have. Just to recap, Ethan has Captain America, Hulk, Spider Man, Vision, and Scarlet Witch on his team. Frederick has Black Panther, War Machine. Bucky, Falcon, and Black Widow, and I have Hawkeye, Groot, Thor, Ant-Man, Gamora. Uh, just some really different teams. Some I think we would see some fun games if this hypothetical superhero matchup ever happened. Um, and I'm just saying, Marvel, if you're if you're listening and you want to make a movie in the future, kind of like a Space Jam, Avengers mix uh, mashup, we'd we'd love to be able to uh, we'd love to talk plot details with you. And I think we we laid a great foundation down for you. I think we did. I think we did a really good job. Yeah, so just um, we scheduled some NBA talk. We're running a little long, which I'm glad. I, I thought I thought that draft, you know, I didn't want to cut that short. Um, I'll just I'll just throw it to, uh, we'll start with you, Frederick. Who do you think, um, any surprises based on the playoffs this far, and how do you see it playing out in terms of who comes out of the West, who comes out of the East? So I think out of the East, in LeBron we trust. Um, <laughs> if you put LeBron in the Hawks right now, I would still take Le- LeBron and the Hawks to go to the to the finals. And, um, you know, the Sixers, they're young. The Raptors, they're the Raptors. Basically, for every other team, you can say, well, they're still that team, though, you know. Mm-hmm. The Celtics are very hurt. So I think LeBron comes out the East. I think out of the West, um, Pelicans, very nice surprise. They pulled out the brooms, you know, sweep, sweep. Playoff Rondo's back. But I think that ultimately the Warriors able to, you know, unseed them. Maybe six games, though. It might take a while. And I think that the Rockets, James Harden's going to choke again. Chris Paul is going to choke again. Warriors make it to the finals. Very anticlimactic finals. That's going to be a sweep. Mm-hmm. Warriors win yet again. Ethan, any any dif- uh, different opinions? It's, it's almost next to impossible to bet against LeBron in the East. Uh, until he loses, um, I will continue to bet on him. I'm a little surprised that he lost a couple games. I Obviously, he doesn't have the same supporting cast as he's had in previous years on the Cavs, um, but I still have him beating the Pacers, taking down the Raptors, and then taking down the Sixers. I think as good as the Sixers have looked, I just can't bet against LeBron. I, I can't do it. Like There's just no way. And then in the West, um, the, I was very surprised by the Pelicans. Like, very surprised. I mean, like, they had a couple close games in that series, but a sweep is a sweep. That You dominated. Um, I don't see them getting past the Warriors. At all. I, I mean, uh, I think you guys talked about it on your on SFAD last week. Maybe they'd steal a game or two, maybe, but as soon as Steph comes back, the Warriors are the Warriors, and they're, they're next to impossible to beat. I love what the Jazz are doing. 
loved the game last night. I'm not uh, sure if either of you guys saw it, but mm-hmm. it was getting quite chippy. It was very, very chippy. Joe yeah. Ingles moving up the list on one of my favorite as one of my favorite <laughs> players in the league. Just talking so much Just smack to Paul, Paul George. It was yeah. hilarious to watch. I love that the Jazz are, are succeeding, especially after Gordon Hayward left, and he was definitely the face of their franchise. I don't think they're going to beat the Rockets. Um, I think the Rockets just have too much offensive firepower. And then I actually have to disagree with you. I think the Rockets are going to beat the Warriors. I think this is James Harden and Chris Paul finally have a team that that can do it. And I think, wow. uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm rolling with the analytics on this one. They 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 trumpet the fact that. Uh, the three-point shot is the most efficient shot in basketball, and and it's working for them. And I I, I think they're gonna win, and I think they'll they'll beat the Warriors and then beat the Cavs. Wow, I think that I, I have Warriors Cavs as well. I said that last week, but I think that yeah, I mean the Rockets series will be interesting. I just don't know. I mean, they once you bring Steph back, he can do so much. Even if he's even if Steph is seventy-five percent, I think that. He just, it's too much. And Kevin Durant can will his team to at least two games in that series, I think, against the Rockets alone. Um, I think the bigger question is the East. The Cavs, I've, I mean, it's 2-2 right now. If LeBron doesn't go off in Game 2 and Game 4, it's it's 3-1, and the Cavs are in big trouble. I agree, you can't really pick against them. But this is, I mean, the Cavs are bad outside of LeBron. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who you, when, when LeBron's getting double teamed, if LeBron gets double teamed, I don't know. You kick it to Kevin Love. Is that really the, your number two option? Is that the person you're comfortable with taking the shots when LeBron needs to be kick it out? Because he's not going to be able to score 40 a game in every game, I don't think. Who knows? Maybe I'm, we're saying that, and maybe we'll, <laughs> we go on a podcast in three weeks, and LeBron is just willing his team to the NBA Finals yet again, but... It's just so hard. That team is bad outside of LeBron. Yeah, you bring up some good points. Like, but even like, you. I look at the the matchup next to them, the Raptors and the Wizards. The mm-hmm. Raptors are having trouble with the Wizards, and I think they should be beating the Wizards pretty handily if they if they want to beat LeBron. I again, I think LeBron is eventually going to right the ship mm-hmm. and take care of the Pacers. I think the Pacers have, for some reason, have always been kind of like weird for LeBron. You know, you've got Lance Stevenson there. It's a tough place to play. In it Bankers is a tough, field yeah, house really too. tough place to play. Mm-hmm. Um, also tough to play in Cleveland. Yeah, this guy's a terrible city. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just, I, the only team I see having a chance against LeBron and the Cavs uh, is the 76ers. They're playing really good basketball. Like Dwayne Wade had a really good game in Game Two. You know, turned back the clock, but the 76ers are playing. Really good basketball. They, I think their starting lineup is the most complete of any team in the East. I just, you know, the the lack of experience is probably the biggest question mark I have for them. Yeah, they're certainly the trendy pick. As of the, at the time we're recording this, it's uh, in the middle of Game Five in Philly. They're down 48-46 to the Heat in the third quarter. Plenty of time left in that. But yeah, a lot of people are jumping on the Sixers bandwagon, and uh, it will be exciting. It will be it would be really exciting if it were 76ers Cavs on one end and Rockets Warriors on another. I would. I mean, you can't really ask for the way the NBA is going right now, like a better slate if those are the teams that end up coming out um, on each end. So, yeah, it will definitely be exciting to see. We'll keep you updated on SPAD each week. We love talking NBA playoffs. Some uh, and yeah. So, but right now we're gonna get into the lightning round, our final segment. Um, tail of the tape. We don't have Ethan. This is your first appearance on SPAD. So that is correct. Uh, you have not lost yet, Frederick. Uh, you haven't been on. You haven't been on in a while, have you? It's been a minute. What? What? Uh, I don't have the numbers on me. Are you? I want to say I'm one and one. One and one. Or two and one. Okay. One of those. We can look it up later. But either way, a more experienced player against a rookie. So we don't really know what Ethan's capable of. Um, obviously, three easy, three medium, three hard questions, and the new uh, special, the Wisconsin sports special that I'm bringing in. Uh, for four points. Wisconsin sports special. Yes. Wow. Significantly easier, I would say, than the Brazilian soccer special. That was probably I've difficult that for... You got with, that one. You got... Okay, that's impressive because I, you know, having listened to uh, Sports Voice After Dark podcast, like the Brazilian soccer special, that was just not going to happen if I ever went on there. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, we've had, we've had one person get it so far. Noah Kaufman got it in the first episode. No one's gotten it since, but... That just leaves the door open for you guys. So we'll uh, we'll do another game of rock paper scissors, two games in one episode to determine who gets wow. to go first. On shoot. Mm-hmm. Ethan coming with scissors, Frederick paper. Ethan, you have the option to 
Uh, take the first set of questions, which has our SFAT Athlete of the Year, Nick Kyrgios, question of the week. And Kyrgios is a tennis player. Okay. Not everyone knows that. Um, the second set of questions has your B1G Cats quizzer. I'll take the first set. You'll take the first set. Okay. So, uh, obviously, the steal is in play. You can steal one question if, uh, if your opponent doesn't get it. Some people like to use it early and get guaranteed points. Some risk it and try to get more. They don't always get to use it. So, we'll start with the first question, Ethan. Uh, your first easy question. Who tipped in a game winner to even the series 2-2 against the Celtics? Uh, that was Giannis Antetokounmpo. That is right. Bucks. One point for Ethan. Heading into your second easy question. Who threw a no-hitter for the A's this past weekend? That was Sean Manaya. Was Sean Manaya two points for Ethan? Your third and final easy question: Which Patriot announced today that he will be returning ahead of the 2018-19 season? That was Rob Gronkowski. That was Gronk. So three points. You swept the easy set of questions. Great job. Moving on to some harder questions, I think. Uh, which two English soccer teams advanced to the FA Cup final this past weekend? Uh, Manchester United and Chelsea. That is correct. Five points for Ethan. He has not missed one yet. Uh, your fifth and second medium question, um, who hit seven threes to help win game three against the Cleveland Cavaliers in the first round? This was on Friday. Seven threes seven against threes. the Cleveland Cavaliers? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich? That is correct. Seven wow. points for Ethan. He has yet to miss one. That last one was incredible. That was, yeah. Pulled up from 30. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect game alert for Ethan. Uh, your final medium question which hitter set the record for the longest at-bat with a 21-pitch affair against the Angels? That was Brandon Belt of the San Francisco Giants. That was Brandon Belt. Nine points for Ethan. Heading, uh, he swept the easy, <laughs> swept the medium. Frederick, you haven't even had a chance to use your steal yet. Well, ho- no, let's hope you can use one. I knew, like, two of those questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on, the first hard question. Who scored four goals to eliminate the Flyers in Game 6 of the NHL playoffs? To, to eliminate the Flyers? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I know they were playing the Penguins. It's it's. I'm gonna say Sidney Crosby, but I don't think it was Sidney Crosby. That's incorrect. It, it's a harder question, so yeah. it wouldn't be Sidney Crosby. Right. Frederick, nothing. No, <laughs> nine. Uh, it was Jake Gensel. See, I would just, just never have gotten that. I mean, like I, I follow the Kings slightly when they make the playoffs. Um, right. <laughs> I follow them when they make the finals. Uh, okay, there you go. I mean, like I, I'll watch them when, when they uh, when they make the playoffs, but like just not not the biggest hockey fan. Yeah. So, but hey, you've only you've only missed one. We'll move on to your second hard question. What are the Buccaneers using, or who are they using, to announce their draft picks on day three of the NFL draft? Ah, uh, this is weird. I got a push notification. I was like, "What is this?" They're using a parrot. They are using a parrot. Um, yeah. So that's twelve oh. points now for Ethan. <laughs> I didn't know that one. I was surprised um, uh, when I when I saw it. So, moving on to the final hard question: Your SFAD Athlete of the Year, Nick Kyrgios, question of the week. What ailment did Nick Kyrgios announce on Twitter will keep him sidelined for the next two ATP events on tour? Gosh, I have no idea. I'm going to go a sprained ankle. It's not a sprained ankle. Frederick, would you well, like to steal? Um, I, I'm not sure, but I know that he's had a couple leg injuries in the past. But um, I'm going to go with a back issue. He has a bad back. It is not back. It is elbow injury slash elbow surgery. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's going to keep him out, keep him sidelined for the next two Hate events. Get well soon, Nick. We want to see you in action. That's what <laughs> We want to see you defend this fat athlete of the year. Um, and you can't do that when you're, when you're sitting out. So get, get well soon. But, Ethan, you have 12 heading into the uh, Wisconsin Sports Special. This is a four-pointer. Um, this can bring you up to 16. With the steal, I could get you close to the 19, which is the lightning round record be pretty impressive on your uh, lightning round debut but the, your Wisconsin sports special is who led the Milwaukee Bucks with a team high plus minus of plus 23 when he was on the court during game three uh, their game three victory over the Celtics do you know this one I think I already used my steal yeah um I mean but so that that is a yes you know this one I have a I have an idea so uh, a plus minus of of 23 yeah Okay, if this is a four-point question, oh boy, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Eric Bledsoe was not Eric Bledsoe. Frederick, do you think you know? I feel like because he has such a breakout game and also doesn't play a lot of minutes, I feel like it was Thon Maker. It was Thon Maker. Mm. Brutal. Unbelievable. Brutal. Unbelievable. <laughs> Four could have been big, but Ethan has twelve. Oh. Hey, it's uh, it's not gonna be easy, but I think that this set of questions is a little bit harder. The Wisconsin Sports Special is very gettable. I'll give you that hint right away. Um, Bummer. 
No, this one is so. But yes, yeah, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see if you can get twelve. Ethan, you obviously have your steal. Uh, first question: Which two NHL teams are meeting for the third consecutive year in the second round of the playoffs? Okay. Well, so from context clues, I just found out the Penguins are advancing. Um, have they been playing the uh, the Capitals? It is the Capitals. Solid. Good logic there on that. That was so very good logic. There. One point for Frederick. Uh, the second question, which English soccer manager, the longest tenured in the league, announced his resignation at the end of the year? Oh, oh, on Arsenal. Um, what is it? Wenger? 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 I'll give it to you. It's Wenger. There we go. Ars- yeah, it's only an easy question. Last name will count. We'll just count it. Two points for Frederick. Uh, it is Arsene Wagner. Uh, the third easy question, who nailed a 65-foot buzzer beater against the Pacers at the end of the first quarter in an eventual Game 4 win? J.R. Swish. It was, <laughs> was J.R. We love J.R. Uh, he's been a stat athlete of the year now many, I think, two years running now. Yeah. Hitting 65-foot buzzer beaters is only going to help your case, J.R. So, Three points for Frederick. He also swept the easy set. Uh, the first medium question, which former Blue Jay star is reportedly being called up to the Braves to start at third base? To start at the oh, I have no clue. <laughs> Ethan, how mu- how much is this worth? Two points, so it could bring you up to fourteen if you know it. I don't know. Some people like to use it early. Some people like to wait for the harder ones. I'm gonna use it. Okay. I'm gonna go. <gasps> oh no! Do you know it now? <laughs> I'm gonna use my steal, Jose Bautista. It is oh, Jose Bautista. Yeah. Is that did it dawn on you right there, yeah. Frederick? Yeah, I've read somewhere. I was like, oh, you got something. I was like. Because you said third base, that threw me all yeah. the way off. I, yeah. I should, I could have clarified, but I figured it was a medium, so I wasn't going to give that yeah. hint. Ethan moves up, moves up to 14. It's not going to be easy, Frederick, but you never know. You could get on a roll here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you've known everyone. It's just you, it, it hit you late on that last one. So your second medium question, who defeated, who defeated Juventus 1-0 to reignite the title race in the Italian League over the weekend? Hmm. Also going to use uh, context clues here. Um, I'm going to say Napoli. It was Napoli. Big time. Wow. Big time. Moving up to 5, 14-5. We could get a high-scoring lightning round here. Um, quite your sixth question, your final medium question. Which university deleted a Twitter campaign where they would have changed their mascot to Shrek had they gotten 500,000 retweets? Okay, okay, Shrek. So they probably have an ugly mascot. <laughs> um, Wisconsin? It was not Wisconsin. No. Ethan, do you know it? I don't know mascot. it. Um, I have no idea. I, I saw this was pretty popular on Twitter today. It, it was the Toledo Rockets. Oh. I think they got around like ninety thousand retweets, and finally they shut it down. They said this is getting too real. How many retweets did they say? Five hundred thousand. But, and like, would they have been the Toledo Shrek or the Toledo Shreks? Like, multiple Interesting Shreks? question. Probably, I don't know. It's a, and they said they would change their mascot. I don't know if that oh. means they would have changed the... The nickname, you're I right. I don't know, but Rockets with a Shrek logo doesn't really make much sense. Either way, um, based on the popularity, if any smaller, like, Division Two, Division Three schools are looking for a mascot, Shrek seems like the popular uh, choice. But, Frederick, you have five. Ethan has 14. Heading into your hard questions, you're still within range if you can get on a roll. Uh, question Big seven. <laughs> this one's hard. Uh, who coached the San Antonio Spurs in game three and four in place of Greg Popovich? I'll take <laughs> last name if you know it. Uh, oh, man. Yikes. Yikes. Um, well, I can think of somebody who's a coaching candidate, um, Ime Udoka. It was not Udoka. Mm. El Torre Messina. Should have used my steal there. You knew, I it? knew it? Wow. I knew it. Could have gotten you up to 15. Yeah. Uh, Frederick has, let's see, you can get 10 more potential points, so gotta sweep. you got to sweep. Okay. You can do it, though. Uh, your uh, second hard question, who had the walk-off RBI for the Phillies in the 11th inning against, in the 11th inning in game three of a four-game sweep against the Pirates? Hmm. Well. How many Phillies players do you know? Absolutely none. All right. So that's a problem. Um, is Ryan Howard still in the league? I was going to say, do not guess Ryan Howard. <laughs> not in the league. <laughs> Uh, um, he, he really got he really got screwed by the shift. I he feel did, like yeah. Too. But um, probably the biggest culprit of the shift was Ryan Howard. Yeah, man, he was an MVP. Yeah, what a, <laughs> what a fall from grace for Ryan Howard. <laughs> yeah, that uh, Phillies Phillies got nothing. Is I don't even know this one. Aaron Altair. 
I was not going to get that one. Yeah. I would have guessed like Reese Hoskins because he's just a he's popular. He's so far, yeah. He's hit a few home runs recently, but mm-hmm. would not have gotten that. So you can't win, Frederick, but you can make the score at least look competitive. Right. Your B1G Cats quizzer, your final hard question, who finished tied for fourth place at the Big Ten Women's Golf Championships this past weekend? Wow. I have absolutely no clue yet again, but I was hoping it was going to be a lacrosse question. Um, saw them beat up Rutgers, you know, 19-7. Got five Chick-fil-A sandwiches. <laughs> That's um, huge. Truly a great event. So that was a great event. Go Cats. They're looking really good in lacrosse. I think they're going to run away with the Big Ten. Um, yeah. Got a big matchup with Maryland this week. Lacrosse is doing great. Your Big Ten women's golf knowledge, not so great. It was absolutely trash. Janet Mao. Big Ten Northwestern go- women's golf got to jump on board. Came in second in the country last year. Looks like they're going to qualify with an at-large bid in the NCAA tournament. If you haven't already, jump on the bandwagon. Your final question, the Wisconsin Sports Special, can get you up to nine. Who was announced on Friday as a new part owner of the Milwaukee Bucks? Oh, Aaron Rodgers. It was Aaron Rodgers. It was one of the easier Wisconsin Sports Specials, but I figured it was a harder set of questions. Those hard ones were brutal. So gets you to nine. 15-9, though, regard- or 14-9. Ethan Four comes away with the lightning round victory. He's one to zero now. Strong first showing, Ethan. Very strong. Thank you. I'm. Uh, I was a little surprised, like by 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 some of the questions. I'm surprised that I I, I got up to fourteen. Um, I'm very happy with my performance. Yeah, a lot of it is like you said, getting a push notification and just remembering that. Yes, like the parrot thing. I mean, like had I not like just like happened to look at my phone that one time, mm-hmm. would not have even like registered like. Hey, sometimes it takes a little luck, but great showing. Great episode overall, guys. I thought we covered a lot of ground Marvel-wise. I'm, I'm excited for Infinity War. Not that I wasn't already, but I think uh, I'm excited to see where people fall on whose team is better. We're going to tweet that out and uh, be, be looking for that. You can analyze our teams, share if, uh, you know who you think has the best team, and obviously vote in the poll. We'll be back next week to announce the winner. But for now, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Have a great week.